ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. If you live in North Queensland, you'll know how destructive tropical cyclones can be. To help you prepare, forecasters give each named cyclone a category between one and five, with five being the most powerful. Now climate scientists in the United States are saying it's time to introduce a new category six for so-called mega hurricanes. Dr. Michael Weiner is a senior scientist at the Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory in Berkeley, California. Michael, welcome. Thank you for having me. Can you just explain how the existing hurricane wind scale works? Well, the existing scale um, is open-ended. It goes up to category uh, five, um, which all storms over um, a uh, 252 kilometers an hour would be category five. What we did was introduce a hypothetical category six at 309 kilometers an hour, and um, uh, and and looked at the historical record during the satellite period, which is 1980 to now and found that that five storms had exceeded um, this this Category 6 threshold of 309 kilometres an hour. And they were all recent, um, uh, all in the last decade, the first one being Typhoon Haiyan in um, 2013, which killed thousands, impacted millions, and caused billions of, do- billions of US dollars in damages um, in uh, the Philippines. So what would a Category 6 hurricane look like? Well, Typhoon Haiyan would look like Typhoon Haiyan or Hurricane Patricia, which was the strongest storm ever recorded with peak wind speeds of 214 miles an hour. I'm not sure what that is in kilometers, I'm sorry. But um, this was faster than than most racing cars and and um, would, you know, cause, you know, unspeakable damage as, it, as, as Typhoon Haiyan did. Um, I think it's important to recognize, though, that we're not advocating that that adding a adding a, a new category would help inform the public much about the dangers of any impending storm. Rather, what our what we attempted to do is raise awareness that climate change is increasing the severity of the most intense storms. This was expected from our understanding of how uh, tropical cyclones work, but um, we had we we put numbers on it. What purpose does the introduction of a new Category 6 serve? Well, it would just that, just just to um, to, to raise awareness about, about the dangers of, of climate change or the dangers of climate change for those who are in tropical cyclone-prone regions. We, do, we don't feel, and we're not advocating, that it be officially added as a, a, a new kind of warning. Rather, in fact, the, the, our paper has... A stimulated discussion on on what this what this wind scale is actually good for in terms of warning the public, and it, it's our feeling that a single number is not really enough to tell you the nuances of the dangers of any impending storm. And rather, we refer people to the um, the detailed warnings that are made by uh, hurricane centers and tropical cyclone centers and meteorological offices, especially um, uh, recent developments in in maps that show projected uh, predicted floods and 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 urge people to both take the warnings that are given by the officials very seriously you know this these warnings save lives there's no question of that 
and but also to to go to their websites and look at their 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 new products, which are excellent in in our view. Can you explain what's changing in the Earth's climate that's leading to these really powerful and destructive cyclones? Well, it's really quite simple. You know, you think about what, where's the energy come from for a for a strong a strong tropical cyclone? It's coming from both the warm ocean temperatures and from the warm atmosphere, the warm air, and the humid the humid air. And we know that climate change is increasing all of these things. And so it only follows that there's more energy available for um, for, for tropical cyclones. And, and when you get one of these really strong ones, this is kind of like a perfect storm where all the other things that need to happen for a tropical cyclone to form and to develop are, are, are all in the right place. And, and so since there's more available energy, this, the perfect storm is stronger than it used to be. And just uh, uh, one final question, if I can um, take up a bit more of your time, Michael. Which parts of the world are likely to see an increase in these stronger, destructive tropical cyclones? Obviously, in the north of Australia, we do face um, pretty destructive cyclones. Are we at increased risk? Well, yes, I, do. I believe you are, um, The um, particularly the northwest part of Australia, looking at the maps in our paper. Um, I'm not that familiar with with the tropical cyclone climatology there, um, but uh, but I would note that four of the five um, category six storms that in the last decade were in the Western Pacific and either you know hit um, uh, the Philippines or China. Um, one of them was in the Eastern Pacific, um, and that one weakened before it ran into Baja California and Mexico. Um, there haven't been any in the Gulf of Mexico, which is you know of concern to to uh, to, to people in, in in my country, um, although the potential is there, and it 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 seems like only a matter of time. Michael, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Dr. Michael Weiner is a senior scientist at the Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory in Berkeley, California. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music, and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.